it's Tia. It's been a Mississippi minute, but we bite, baby. What's up, Pink Posse? It's your girl, Ja. And yep, we back at it like a crack addict. It's your girl, Jiggy, a.k.a. Tanika. Listen, pull up on us. It's time to cut up, because we back. What's up, Pink Posse? It's your girl, Koji, and we're back. Pink Sunday Radio. Well, hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to another edition of Pink Sunday Radio. All right, so before we get started with all the introductions, I want to have my co-host say their warm welcomes. We have Jiggy. Hey, y'all. Ja. What's poppin', Pink Posse? Tia. Hello, hello, hello. And we have our special guest co-host that will be with us for the full two hours, Joy from the Pea Valley Podcast. Hi, y'all. <laughs> All right. So before we move on, we're going to have Ja give us the disclaimer. Okie dokie. The views and opinions expressed in the program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent. Pink Sunday Radio is rated mature for language and subject matter. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. That is correct. Remember, we are now on StreamYard. So we are live on Twitch, Facebook, YouTube. So you can leave your comments for us. I already see the Pink Foxy is popping in. Hello, JT. Hello, Kendra. So make sure you put in those comments wherever you're watching. Okay. And we will bring them in. Thank you very much, Tia. Or um, Tanika, uh, but yes, you, <laughs> I was like, you know, but yeah, you will, uh, we'll bring those in and, um, your comments and everything. Okay. Without further ado, Joy, please let the people know a little bit about yourself. Oh, we lost her for a second. No, I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let the let the people know a little bit about yourself and when you started your P-Valley podcast and why did you start it? So before I go into that, I just want to say that you guys have such an incredible show. I am blown away. I started the P-Valley podcast as a fan, but I thought I was a fan until I came y'all's podcast. And I see that you guys are the real fans. And it's like, you know, I I try to be critical um, in my podcast as much as I try to sound like a like praise and criticism, you know, so I feel like the people behind the show, they don't really they're not really trying to um, can I curse? Yes, absolutely. I can, okay, okay. Girl, I what? feel like no, because you you mentioned all the places that y'all are streaming, so I just wanted to be sure. But so I feel like I feel like the cast is not really trying to fuck with me, even though I fuck with the cast. And so it's like sometimes someone will like like something I say or be discreet about it. 
But um, I th- I feel like I keep it very real as far as like I will say what I don't like on my mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. So um, basically, I watched the show. I hadn't. I watched it a few months. I think it premiered in June, and I think mm-hmm. I first saw it in like October mm-hmm. or so or mm-hmm. September, and I. I liked it so much that I wanted to start a podcast, even though I always said I don't want to do a podcast because it's too much work. But I was just, I love the show so much. So I started the podcast in October of mm-hmm. 2020, whatever year it came out. I think it came out in 2020 mm-hmm. um, yep. or 20, 2021, whatever it came out. So I started the podcast and um, I've really branched out and as far as like, I cover more things than P Valley, but mm-hmm. I also, I also take my breaks. So I, I recorded Friday night to tell people that I was doing this today, but before Friday night, I hadn't did a, done an episode for like three months. So um, basically I'm a fan of the show. I can't wait to see where it goes and I'm just ready for it to pick up all the awards. Girl, all of the awards. Listen, you and you and me both. Okay, Um, I just want to say, just to piggyback off of you saying how um, you critique the show, I think that is one of the things we do too. Now we will critique down. Okay, so <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. We, honey, one thing about us, we will. We'll say we love it, but we'll also be like, yeah, yeah that ain't it. Yeah, yeah, that ain't it. <laughs> so we're 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 in the same we're in the same mm-hmm. boat with that one. All right then. All right. Thank you so much for that introduction. Then all right. So we will move on and begin our ever so important discussion about the WGA SAG after strike that has continued. I I mean, I think we are all following and we encourage everyone to please follow SAG-AFTRA, WGA. Every time you see it across your timeline, please continue to follow and, and stay um, very active because again, you love P-Valley. It ain't starting no time soon, y'all. Okay, so let's let's begin our discussion. All right, I think Tia will lead us off on that. Yep, I wanted to start it. Um, Tosh or Koji put us onto this uh, film from Eleven Eleven. Um, they're on uh, Twitter, so go follow them. We'll definitely uh, encourage y'all to do that on our page. Uh, that talks a little bit about the overview of the strike, which I think is important because I think a lot of people really still don't know <laughs> why they're striking. So let's start with that. You cannot change the business model as much as it has changed and not expect the contract to change too. It's crazy. For the first time in 63 years, members of SAG-AFTRA and the WGA are on strike at the same time because of the greed of the Hollywood studios. After decades of being told, if you don't take the deal, someone else will. Members of SAG-AFTRA decided enough was enough, and this ends now. These companies could have agreed to every single item in our proposal package without a problem whatsoever in their bottom line. 
Bob Iger of Disney gets a 500% bonus based on the stock performance. There's a level of expectation that they have that is just not realistic. We have a problem. Are those three stack after checks on my table? That's the first check, that's the second check, and that's the third check. And that's why we gonna stay. If we don't stand tall right now, we are all going to be in trouble. We are all going to be replaced by machines. So the jig is up, AMPCP. You have to wake up and smell the coffee. Let's go. You share the wealth because you cannot exist without us. Billionaire corporations is making millions off of mother that's doing the work for them. All they're asking for is their fair share. That is probably one of the most <laughs> powerful that films great. that I've Listen. seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like everything about it, like the facts that came out in that just like, and I think a lot of people don't get, they're asking for a 2% share in streaming, like nothing outrageous. They're asking for a 2% share in the streaming dollars. And that's what they are saying is outrageous and ridiculous. 2% in millions of billions of dollars doesn't even put a dent in what these companies and yeah. these executives are making. Their kids are yeah. still going to go to private school. They still going to go on their private jets. Right. They still going to be out at the islands. And what's right. interesting is um, the Disney CEO was sitting when he's doing his thing saying it's unreasonable. Big land. If you come out, it's this beautiful land. <laughs> it's all this. Then yeah. there's a jet bay on this side. Yeah. Yeah. And there's all this stuff. And he's like, yeah. oh, it's just, no, it's just so unreasonable. Yeah. I just can't believe what they're asking for. And like Fran said, a lot of people are confused because they were like, mm-hmm. well, this is the contract they signed before. Why is there a problem now? It's because mm-hmm. what is happening right now didn't exist then. Mm-hmm. Streaming mm-hmm. didn't exist the way it exists yeah. now. Right. Um, before, right. if you did 22 episodes on a pretty big show, you got residuals. Once they got to 100 mm-hmm. episodes, mm-hmm. and they, when you guys sit at home, I know I used to mm-hmm. sit at home and I would watch like TBS mm-hmm. and TNT mm-hmm. and some of these mm-hmm. things, and you'll see your favorite shows come on mm-hmm. basically all day. Mm-hmm. Well, before those actors used to get a part of that, they mm-hmm. used to, and that would take them through because I think mm-hmm. the other thing that people don't understand: actors, actresses, writers, people in this industry don't work. Work like you and me and the rest of us work. Even if you're a business owner, they don't work like you and me and the rest mm-hmm. of us work. Mm-hmm. They have something for five months. It might be another 12 months before they get another gig. Mm-hmm. So those residuals and whatever mm-hmm. they make that five months has to last them through mm-hmm. that time. So what they're saying is the industry has changed. Go ahead, Tasha. Mm-hmm. I was fixing to say, and also remember how shows, those 22 episodes and all that, when they would get deals, they would go on to other broadcast networks. There was, mm-hmm. like Tia said, it wasn't going to streaming. It was going to another broadcast, TV land. Y'all remember TV land? Mm-hmm. They would go to other broadcast networks. So they were having good money. You know what I'm saying? Um, it wasn't going to a Netflix um, where they coming back with these $2 residuals and all this kind of stuff. Things have change that's the point so like fran said okay things are changed so that means the contract needs to change period that's it in this movie it says in this short film by 11 films if you notice 87 percent, 26 000 like i said on the previous show that's 13 dollars an hour 
Um, like Tia said, poverty line. I mean, this is ridiculous. I, I just cannot. I mean, I don't know how regular Americans are tweeting and just saying elitist this and elite. And I also want to bring up, I'm sorry, I, I have to bring this up. I don't know if y'all followed this, but the labor union for um, workers who, hotel workers, right? Now they are striking because of the money they are making, the working conditions. So now they are walking out of their hotels. Beverly Wilshire, where the Los Angeles Emmys have just now held their ceremony, and those people crossed the picket line. So now they are getting on the television academies, but right now, because this is now, quote unquote, a struck hotel. They are on the picket line, those union workers, hotel workers, and these people are just crossing over the picket line to go to the LA Emmys. They are on their asses. Like, I'm sorry. This is, this is absolutely, absolutely crazy. I don't know. We can, we can. Go ahead, Tanika. Go ahead, Tanika. I'm like fueled up. I'm like irritated right now. Go ahead. I think a reason why people look at it and say elitist actors is because they forget who actors really are. Like, I just went to see Mission Impossible, like yesterday. Mm -hmm. And we think actors, we think Tom Cruise. Mm -hmm. But like a big part of that Mission Impossible movie was Tom Cruise running through the airport and people trying to find Tom Cruise and they're grabbing random people. And we don't think of those random people that are background people in the thing that they grabbed. That man that he grabbed who he mistaked for Tom Cruise, that's an actor too. And he has to get a check and he's living at the poverty line. But Come we don't on. think of him or her or those 10,000, however, I wasn't sure it wasn't 10,000, but however many people that were in that airport just walking around that have been there, I'm sure they worked a 16-hour day mm -hmm. that day to be mm -hmm. a background actor. Mm -hmm. We don't think of them when we think of actors. And we we have to realize that they deserve to be, I mean, 16 hours is a long-ass day. Yeah. I don't work 16 hours, baby, but if I did, I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to expect to be paid a, a real fair damn wage, mm -hmm. and they aren't mm -hmm. being paid. Come on. Mm -hmm. Joy, did you have something or were you just assuming? Yeah, could I say something? Yep. Oh, yes. Yeah. I wanted to say, like, yes, say that when I think about the strike, I don't even think about necessarily the actors and the writers. I think about that. And if we think about the strike through the look, then this is not bit. about. You're breaking up a little bit. Uh, you're breaking up a little bit, but I think you're uh, back now. Oh, no. If we think about the strike as just about writers and actors, then we're forgetting that this is actually about AI. AI will affect or can affect every single person's job. You don't have to be an actor or a writer for AI. Mm -hmm. And so if we remember that they are actually sending a message that we are all valuable and we are all and that we all should not be replaced, it begins with this strike. And it's, mm -hmm. you know, spilling out other industries and un other fields. And that's important because we have to get ahead of this. We have to get our voices heard now. We can't mm -hmm. be trying to 
put these companies in a position where they're making all these millions and billions of and then we're asking for our money, the mm -hmm. time is now. And so mm -hmm. I'm happy about the UPS. I didn't know about the hotel. It's like when every single time you go to an ATM machine, that used to be a person's job. You used mm. to to the bank from nine to five. And then if you wanted to deposit a check, you had to tell a teller. Every single time you go to an ATM, there's all these Walmarts where they're trying to make it all self-checkout. And yeah. regular stores have the self-checkout. That's just a slow roll of machines replacing mm -hmm. your job. And mm -hmm. they're, these machines are just getting and better and more efficient at it. Mm -hmm. And so what's so devastating about this strike is I didn't know how underpaid these people are. And that's what's so sad about everybody online, you know, criticizing the strike because they and everybody is not cashing the big checks. They're actually not making any money. And before they used to be able to live off of it, but now they can't do that. And so mm -hmm. it's like, you need to care because this is mm -hmm. not about the actors and the mm -hmm. writers. This is about all of our jobs. This is about mm -hmm. everyone and shouldn't have had to take place now. Mm -hmm. And, or it shouldn't have gotten to this point. And when you mentioned mm -hmm. the 2%, 2% is way too much for these studios because they already have lost long, long ago. They have lost more money than the actors have asked for in the strike long, long ago. Mm -hmm. It was very early on mm -hmm. into the strike. Had they given them what they wanted, they would have, they yep. wouldn't have lost as Hello. much money as they did. So it's like, we just got to mm -hmm. pay attention to this moment and we got to show our support like you guys are. And we have to try to educate people to be like, this is not about wealthy people wanting money. This is about, we're living in a time where corporations and businesses are trying to take all mm -hmm. of our jobs and they are trying to mm -hmm. continue to underpay us. And yeah. that's not gonna change. Yeah. So I support yeah. them. I'm sad that, you know, with P Valley taking, God knows when it's gonna be back. <laughs> but, okay. you know, I'm sad about that. But I will say this yeah. though, I will say this, to everyone listening, um, I was listening to a podcast and the host, she was she spoke to insiders and mm -hmm. the insider said that the strike is expected to end mid-September because the executives are away on vacation right now. And so this is not the time for everybody to be gathering to do negotiations. But once all their vacations end and they want to, you know, get things filming again they were saying that it's expected to end mid-September. So I can't verify that. Obviously it's not mid-September, but I just wanted to say that to provide like a glimmer of hope, you know, because it's like when you know how greedy corporate America is, it's frightening to think that I can't believe the strike is still at this point. And, but if I hear mid-September, I'm like, okay, well that gives me some idea. I hope that is correct. Because I, I mean, I feel like they will hold out for a very long time. And it's like, you're not going to pull in the same numbers with all these unknowns if you're replacing big names with unknowns. Yeah. I mean, mid-September, but we also have to observe what is happening with them pulling shows and bringing them into broadcast network. They have so much content. One thing we noticed last night, me and Tanika was that uh, Invasion, right? Secret that invasion, was on yeah. Disney, is mm -hmm. now on Hulu. Mm -hmm. 
Like, mm-hmm. that's crazy. It was like, wait, Secret Invasion with Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, y'all just shifted. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people don't have Disney Plus, but a lot of people have Hulu. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And it was like, holy crap, Secret Invasion is down Hulu. Marvel is now going to be on what? ABC? Yeah, they already, they're already planning for the fall schedule. So like Hulu, the stuff yeah. that right now... Is only available on Disney or on streaming. They're like, okay, since yeah. y'all are gonna strike and we can't put our new uh, shows up, we'll just take the shows that are exclusive we'll to that. streaming and plug yeah. that into our fall schedule. Yeah, and let Kevin Costner, um, Kevin Yellowstone, Costner, AMC Yellowstone yep. Yep. is mm-hmm. now coming to what ABC? I don't know, but that's exactly what they're doing. So when you say September, I'm like, that's a glimmer of hope. But at the same time, I'm like. I don't trust these. And the craziest thing mm-hmm. about that is once you put it on network TV, now you have to pay those yep. residuals you didn't want to pay. So what 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 are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> what are we what doing? Are we doing? <laughs> Just negotiate and pay the people because either way, you're gonna have oh, to pay. Shit. You're doing something, right. you put it on everything you say you don't want to do, you're gonna have to do. <laughs> so right. and then to um joy's combo about ai um one of the wga captains mm-hmm. um said that the reason that ai needs to be taken seriously is because it not only erases the actors it also erases all of the other jobs on set why would they need to hire an entire hair makeup team for digital robots less pas it's all about saving money from them and they'll start erasing the other jobs on set too mm-hmm. and to add to what joy said it isn't just the writers and the actors it's all of those people mm-hmm. that that carolyn talked about it's all of the hair and makeup but it's the crew it's craft services mm-hmm. it's the people that cut their hair it's the people that do their nails and the actual economies in the places they film like toronto and la and atlanta because those hotels here would benefit from that these restaurants here would benefit from that all of that goes away if it ain't no people because robots ain't finna go buy dinner that's not that's not what's going to happen so if you get rid of all that and just like joy said it's all of the jobs and the biggest overarching thing as before we move on um malcolm mays who was on snowfall and also on Mm -hmm. howard um the one canaan raising canaan uh talked a little bit about something and this really helped me in my mind and how to explain it to people so we're going to show this real quick i've been hearing a lot of shit that i don't like about you know, the actor's strike. And so I'm going to clear up a lot of fucking shit that y'all don't understand. Let's do this. First and foremost, 2% of actors in the SAG union actually work. Period. Actually make a living. And of that living, most of them only make less than $40,000 a year. That's crazy. Right? So the average cost of living in Los Angeles is $50,000. Um, that's nuts. So please, I don't want to hear this shit about how all actors are rich. Some of us are blessed enough to make a living. Some of us are blessed enough to feed our families. But for the rest of everybody else, it is a difficult process. It is a difficult thing. It is a laborious task to be a fucking actor, to be in this industry, a writer. You are a labor person. This is a labor issue. This is not a rich people arguing with other rich people issue. So keep that in mind. And that goes back to exactly what Joy said. This isn't 
rich people are your people. This is a labor strike. This is a mm. labor dispute. These are mm. laborers saying these are unfair labor practices and we're going against it, which is why you are seeing the uprising, mm -hmm. as Koji said, with the hotels, UPS, you almost lost, we almost lost Broadway because mm. the IATSE charging <laughs> to my head, not my heart. <laughs> I got that wrong, but they were just about to go on strike and then Disney yeah. and a lot of the other people actually did a uh, agreement with them because the thing about it is if we if they had went on strike you can't produce the news without them you can't produce almost everything that's produced so with them they were like okay we see the value we need them to step up and see the value with these writers and actors yeah. and like joy said ai is part of the issue and what all of them are saying we don't we're not saying we don't want ai like because the, the that's technology that's mm -hmm. what's going to happen mm -hmm. at some type we rode horses to go everywhere then they took horsepower and they put it in cars and now we drive cars technology is going to happen ai mm -hmm. is here it's going to happen what they're mm -hmm. saying is we don't and we don't even care that y'all use it but don't destroy us while you're right. using it let's figure out a way to make it mm -hmm. fair that you guys can use it because it makes sense that you would want to use it because right. that's where the technology is going. right but not in a way that erases us again and we're going to go over at probably at some point the actual yeah what they did on both of right. the strikes, what they yeah. proposed and what they rejected. Because when you see I was it, looking at that and that was a mess. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. it's about consent too, because they're not, not it's mm -hmm. about the consent. They're taking away yeah. the consent. Then you, I mean, because it's like, okay, you want to scan my face, but then you don't even, I'm not giving consent to do so. Like, and then I'm not getting residual. Like you could just use it anytime you want. Like, Come on, it's just the basics. Uh, yes, job, yeah. what do you want to say about everything, my dear? Say. Oh, baby, Tia covered it all. Everything I was going to say, she didn't say it. Sorry, I ain't going to say nothing. No, but seriously, that's what's the most, um, not the most scary, but that's very scary that what they want to do is take people's images and pay you for, let's say, especially like background actors, people who are just starting, they want to pay you for a day of work. And then, and for the rest of eternity, use your image, your likeness, and do whatever they want to do with it. It doesn't matter. And you have no say, you have no pay. So they continue making money on you and you don't. And you and you're just like, you know, then why do they need to pay you for the next thing that they have? That they don't need, you know, so T already spoke to the whole how it affects hair, makeup, mm -hmm. the craft mm -hmm. surfaces, hotels, people, Airbnbs, mm -hmm. people who have Airbnbs who these people temporarily um, rent mm -hmm. their home housing from when they have to travel mm -hmm. to another state mm -hmm. to, to record these things, this, it affects a larger group than people think. So while they're thinking it's really cool, because I feel like AI, they got us playing with it. We can look like queens, mm -hmm. we can look like uh, vampires and all this stuff mm -hmm. and we think it's all fun and games mm -hmm. when really what's serious is that they want to do more devious things and where does it take outside of just acting where else does that go the use of AI mm -hmm. so agree agreed oh this is beautiful um I just want to say thank you this is a wonderful segment I think we can now wrap this up and Go to our steady grind. Are you an everyday hustler? Are you always on your steady grind? Are you a black storyteller that matters? Check out Actor and Philanthropist, 
J. Alphonse Nicholson's signature apparel line at fivegrinds.com and pick up a t-shirt, hoodie, and book bag and tell the world who you are. That's F-I-V-E grinds.com. And all right, shout out to Big Fonz for the yes, steady yes, grind, yes. for the steady grind ad. Um, all right, you guys, the fans voted 201 Pussy yep. Land. Yep. Uh, not you saying, yeah. <laughs> all right, so the, fir- the first segment, of course, is Rate the Episode. All right, uh, so y'all know this is our segment where from one mic to five mics, we rate the episode. Um, I, I'm still thinking of mine, but before we go into it, <laughs> let me give y'all the actual ratings themselves so you know what we're talking about. One mic is Unk's Chicken and Dressing. Two mics is Sit on My Lap Slaw. Three mics is Ernestine's Neck Bones. I know y'all probably feel a way about it being all the way up to three mics, but that's what we rated here on Pink Sunday Radio. Four mics, this one be giving me a time, is Weed Wangs or Lemon Pepper Wet. Um, Lemon Pepper Wet, of course, Hot Wang Cancel and all that, but Ja and Jiggy do not like Lemon Pepper, so we have to throw the Weed Wangs in there. And five mics is Murder's Pork Chops. Collard greens, candy yams, and corn. Our Wi Fi keeps. <laughs> so, those are the ratings. All righty. So, um, any minute. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I can, all right. All right. All right. I'll go first. Um, Straight up, you guys. Um, this is a two for me. Um, Pussyland is more so in my Jiggy, please. Okay. Um, it's it's more so at the bottom here for me. I will say though, it's not so I didn't write, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I didn't write out my one through eighteen like Jiggy. I did not. I apologize, G. I'm sorry. Okay, but but I will say that it is in my top eight, so it's on the end. Okay. Wow. It's in your top eight, but it's two mics. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, it's at the bottom. I just gotta write it. I don't know where it is. It's not oh, you mean at the bottom eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At oh, the yeah, bottom yeah. eight. But I, oh, yeah. but it's not the worst episode for me. That's what I'm saying. I just okay. haven't figured out where it goes in that bottom. You know, like um, it's better than um, what's the episode? It's 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 better than 106 for me. Legacy. Uh, it, legacy. Um. I had to write it down. Either way, go. It's in the bottom. It's in the bottom eight. I have to work out them them episodes. But for me, it's a two. One thing I love about this episode, y'all know for me, is that it does a great job with the pandemic. Um, I think that's wonderful. Um, they really, they really understood and 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 
they gave me everything with that. Um, of course, another highlight is murder, the buckets. But other than oh, but other than that, um, and I don't know if it was. I don't know. It just really um, it had its moments, but. Honestly, I felt like 202 would have been a better setup for the season than 201. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, it was. I agree. But I feel like 202 would have been a better setup for 201. But mm. do you think that they should have been switched? Maybe? Do you think that yeah, we should have maybe had something. 202 first and then 201 be the. Yeah, it's sort of. <laughs> Yeah, like I see what you're saying. Like I don't, and I'm going like. Um, I'm trying to remember what happened in 202. Like maybe, like week. maybe if there was like, um, maybe if they would have kind of gave part of the COVID. It just seemed like maybe some parts of 202 should have been in 201. I I don't. I don't know. It just didn't seem like 201 was a good setup episode for the rest of the season. But there were elements of 202 that made sense for the setup. I don't know. I, don't I see know. what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense, though. Like, I, I, I felt like um, 202 was more cohesive for the rest of the season. It just felt like a more complete episode. Um, whereas 201 didn't feel as, mm-hmm. you know, like, like a, um, okay, let's go, you know, like, all right, let's go, baby. We, we got the setup for the rest of the season, you know? Yeah, no. Yeah, it definitely wasn't that. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't yeah. much, let's go after 201. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah. So for me, it's a, it, for me, it's a two. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I feel like if I had to, okay, by in and of in and of and by itself, mm-hmm. this would be like a three point five for me. Mm-hmm. I'll mm-hmm. get more into that in a second, but I will say before I go into the explanation that if I were doing it like one through eighteen, and mm-hmm. where does it fall in the scale mm-hmm. of things? I would say maybe it would have to be like in the two point into the three, two point five or something like that. Mm, when I go mm. one through eighteen. You I know, got you. Best, I see best what you're saying. Worse, or not mm. worse, but best to not my favorite. Right. Um, but in and of it by itself to me, I enjoyed the episode um mm-hmm. a lot. So then by itself, I feel a little higher about it because I love the opening, the pussy land um, yeah. opening, had my eyes wide. I was seeing all the <laughs> things and well, I, well, you know, I was confused in the beginning, like uh, Tia said last week, but um, once we got into the tent and all the things were happening, I was like, yes, the Valley is back. Um, I was anxious to see everything that went on. And for me, uh, sometimes a setup episode for a season or a show can be kind of slow dragging because you're setting the stage. So mm-hmm. I understand we're not going to get all the action and all the, the things that we know and love about the show in the first episode. So I have a lot mm-hmm. of like understanding for that. But mm-hmm. I, I loved a lot of things. Like I said, the seeing murder and, and 
and that situation happening again and, and what was going on mm-hmm. individually, it was a little higher by itself. Right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, 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 as a standalone episode. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see what you're mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Joy, do you know your rating already between one mics and five mics? Did everybody go already? No, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> okay, can I be last? Can I be oh, last? Yeah. You can be last. Okay. Okay. Um, so I give it three mics. <laughs> the fact that Ja has Ernestine's dry ass neck bones on this outline is sitting <laughs> me right now. <laughs> but I give it a three. Did I add so I- that a little bit? My bad. <laughs> so I happen to like setup episodes. So, like, what's the other setup episode that people don't like? Is it 103? Which is the mm-hmm. other one that people don't like? Not higher ground, I think. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, I loved it. <laughs> because to me, although setup episodes are definitely not as um, exciting as the other episodes, I do like the backstory that we get. So, like, I liked kind of seeing a little more of the inner workings of Derek and Keyshawn and kind of like, what their house looks like and what happens there. And I even learned a lot more about them in the conversation with Sheriff Bailey and some of that stuff that happened. Um, I loved, I just, I liked the episode, but it is when you're coming off of um, murder night and then you come into pussy land, it's like, wait, <laughs> what? Cause you come into like an action packed episode. People got shot. People got killed. <laughs> there was a fight. It's a couple of performances. It's like all of the things that you have. And then, like I said, when I first started watching 201, I was like, I like clicked. I was like, am I on the right thing? Is this P-Valley? And then when I saw what happened, it made sense. But it was, this is a slow moving episode, mm-hmm. which is, I think, what where people have the issues with it. Because the actual content is good. It's yeah. just it's just slow, but I learned a lot about Patrice. I right. learned a lot about all the characters, but I do kind of think maybe it could have been like a two-part with one and two or something right. like that, because then that would have been better if they had played one, played two, and then we went into the rest of the season. Yes. I think that would have been better, because if I didn't like the show as much as I did, two and one, I'd have been like, what the mess? Like, yeah. It just wouldn't have drawn me in. So I give it a three because I like it, but I do think either a combination of one and two or like Koji said, a switch up might have been better to like bring people in. Yeah. So yeah, three. Okay. So just by virtue of where I have it on my list, firmly at number 18, <laughs> I, I I feel like I have to give it one mic. It's Unk's chicken oh. for me. Yeah. Ooh. I was um, expecting the first for this show. It's yeah. 18. Well, it's 18 first, so it has to be a one. I feel like I have said so many times how much I just dislike this episode. This episode just does not work for me. Um, you talk about coming from murder night and going into this, but coming from murder night and having to wait two whole years and then watching this to me was a great disappointment. It's not terrible because to me, nothing on this show is terrible. Nothing that Katori mm-hmm. Hall does is terrible. But just in comparison, like watch Snow and watch this, and that's a world of difference. 
like it, it, it's incomparable and i and you coming back from two and coming back from two years means you do have a lot of things to set up you got to remind people of some things we got to get try to get on the road to where we're going mm. so i understand that but it was just like and i feel like a lot of people felt that way the conversation mm. coming into this episode after this episode on twitter was disappointment like what happened to p valley now we got there two episodes later and katori hall and then was like see you just had to wait we was gonna get there i know what i'm doing i know where i was going and she was right but like baby it's been two years i feel like it was like a meandering episode it was slow um and murder night was not that murder night had excitement like you said people's fighting people were shooting a whole bunch of shit was happening and then this I feel like we spent way too much time with Andre. Just Ooh. too much Andre to my nerve. <laughs> and then Andre and Haley, like from this, the Andre and Haley interactions here told me that whatever this was with them this season was not going to give. Because I don't, like I kind of shifted season one. They had a great chemistry, I thought. <laughs> and then here in this episode, when they're outside of the house, oh. that conversation, it went on far too long. There's no chemistry there. It's just like, I don't know what happened, but mm-mm. I agree. So. Yeah, I agree uh, with that about that Andre and Haley conversation. Mm-hmm. It did. It felt disconnected. Mm-hmm. It yep. felt disconnected. I- yeah, chemistry, mm-hmm. oh, whatever chemistry. I didn't really know what they were talking about. <laughs> I'm like, shot me down. Do what? Who? Who shot me down? down was just an intro, but what the fuck are y'all talking about? At all? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Joy. Okay, okay Joy. <laughs> okay. Um, can you hear me okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm going to be controversial and I'm going to give it a five. Because oh, I'm gonna oh, give it a five just to shake things up, okay? Oh, honey, because you, you rattling the table, baby. I mean, yes, oh, yes, I am. The table. I mean, honestly, I most I agree most with what um, the last girl, your name Jiggy, is Jiggy. Yeah. yeah, I agree with what you said. I really do. But like, honestly, the problem, one of the issues. Or I have more of an issue with P-Valley season two as a whole. Because to me, it felt like a different season or a different show than season one. To your point, the last episode of season one was so good. We were on a high and we were expecting more of that in episode one. But if I, you know, take, if I can look at it as a standalone, then I'm not going to you know, rate it so harshly as to give it a one. Um, if I'm, you know, I'd say it's it's about, you know, a 3.5 or a four if I'm not, you know, if I'm being more honest. But I think we were on, we were so excited. And with Andre and Haley, I was into them season one. And then I really, really did not care by the time they smashed in season two. Everybody was over it. I just, I didn't care. And a lot of it was, I just, I really didn't like Andre anymore. Whereas in season one, he didn't seem as bad. But, um, you know, I don't know. And and a lot of people, they didn't like how they brought the realness of the pandemic into this episode. And 
I could argue both sides. I think that this episode, it gave the realest, rawest depiction of the pandemic of any unscripted show that I had seen. Absolutely. At the same time, I really enjoyed the escapism of mm. movies and TV where I'm not really trying to have, have you know, mm. the pandemic be a part of it. But, you know, it did start out kind of strong with, of course, you got someone, a guy who's dumb talking about he's going to go to 7-Eleven as if 7-Eleven is going to take so long as you would be at, you know, the car wash and, you know, that whole scene with the, the dancers. But then after that, it kind of, you know, definitely kind of fell flat. But I kind of really appreciate how they continued certain storylines with Keyshawn and Derek and. Murda and his music and Uncle Clifford, but I personally, my least favorite of season two was just when Diamond, like the, what do they call that? The shit he was doing on Mercedes. Wasn't that episode two? Where Diamond yeah, laid the, the, were they calling it root work or something? I forgot yeah. what the term yeah. is. Okay. <laughs> For me, I felt like that belonged in a different show or it belonged somewhere further into the season because I know people really didn't like that. And it was very confusing, I think, to start off a season introducing that. So season two just to me seemed, it kind of seemed to stray from a lot of what we loved in season one. However, obviously it picked up the pace, right? Hmm. So at the end of it, would you say you thought season one was better than season two? I enjoyed and I was more entertained by season one. And then towards the end of season two, I would put it at the same level of entertainment and enjoyment as season one. But I feel like the beginning episodes of season two, they were kind of struggling to find its footing because different things were being introduced in a way that season one wasn't you know, kind of straying from the format, you know, and I just, I love the dancing and I love, you know, a lot of the issues. Like I love the colorism. Um, I love the colorism in P Valley. Cause you don't really see that. I love the domestic violence with like, it's coming from a white man, you know, whereas a lot of black people, they are like, Oh, I got to get me a white man. Cause he's, you know, so I just love the, um, messages that P Valley sends out. I really, really do. They're very important at the same time, like kind of give us what we want, you know, kind of remember what we want. Don't really bring in the root work, you know? So. Hmm. Gotcha. Um, so were you, a, cause you hadn't mentioned like Teak or anything. So were you like a fan of them bringing in Teak and that whole story. Line? Teak was one of the most valuable um, okay. parts okay. of season two. Uh-huh. I'm glad you reminded me of Teak. Teak was absolutely valuable. It, mm-hmm. I mean, because we're told to go to church and not go to therapy, you know, in our culture. Mm-hmm. We're told to just like deal with our demons by drinking, smoking, mm-hmm. praying. And that's not a solution, especially when you know, somebody who goes to jail and they dealt with whatever they dealt with, how that's going to affect their mental. So no tea. No, I love the heavy topics. I love it. Like I said, I love the Mm -hmm. domestic violence, the colorism, Mm -hmm. the suicide, Mm -hmm. all of that. 
-hmm. but I want, I also don't want too many episodes that aren't really involving the girls doing their dancing. Mm, the you know escapism, what I mean? The escapism. Yeah. The about. entertainment. Well, the yeah. raw yeah. entertainment yeah. that brought us in mm -hmm. because okay. that's like what, what we were all hype about. So okay. it's like you could do both. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like, and you. then let's not even forget how much Roulette spiced up season two with her antics. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So it's okay. like you know, we, that's what we're here for to kind of see, oh my God, what's going to happen. Even with Pico, like, I love all that, but I just don't want it to stray too far away from the fun and the entertainment in the dancing and the shit that goes down at the club. Like even season one, how that lady spent all her divorce money and shit. Like P-Valley, it has a lot of humor. It really, really does. I think it's yeah. underrated with the humor. And so it's like, yeah, just have a balance. Just have a balance. I agree. Well, we have a balance of uh, PSR listeners, I think. Hey, friendly. If you're listening to this on a podcast platform, do us a favor and follow or subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you're on Spotify, make sure you press the street hot and hit us with that five-star rating. If you're on Apple Podcasts and have a little extra time, after rating us five stars, leave us a written review as well. If you're watching in full HD on YouTube, rate, subscribe, then tell us what you think in the comments. Last but not least, be sure to check out our website at pinksunday.com for original articles and exclusive content. All right, all right, you guys. So we have one of our favorite segments coming up, which is Saint or Ain't. Okay, so in our segment, Saint or Ain't, we take a couple of different scenes from the episode and we tell y'all, we pick one person from that scene and we tell you if we think that they are a saint or an ain't based on how they handled it or Jaws sa ain't, which means yeah. a little bit of both. And there's a couple of them that we actually um, have both parties. We think are want to rate if we think they're a saint or an ain't. So the first one is Uncle Clifford and Haley talking about how uh, Uncle Clifford spent the whole, what apparently is 250000 We still don't know how it's still 250000 After she done gave I Mercedes some money. She <laughs> done got Mercedes car out of impound. She done all, done all this. We don't know. But now, with, however it was spent, when we come here, it's twenty five k that we got left. So we trying to figure out is uncle Clifford a saint or an ain't for how she spent the apparently 225 K during this panini. <laughs> so John, ja, what you think? Ooh. Um, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to come at my sis top like this, but sis is a little reckless. Uh, well, how she spent some of these monies. The math is not mathing. Now, I want to I want to give her a saint only because I respect the, instead of being like this is a business. So we ain't open. Fuck you. That you know I don't know what you're gonna do about that. You know I respect being like, hey, I got like she said. I I'm trying to put a little bread in their pocket so they ain't bobbing weaving for a living while we you know. Sticking shut in, you know what I'm saying. So, but 
you you buying Birkins, you buying a hundred and fifty fucking bottles of Crown Royal and shit. You sewing right. materials or whatever the fuck you were doing like during that time. You were mad irresponsible when this was not what that money was for. So ugh, I, I gotta get one. Our good uncle so ain't with the more leaning toward the ain't ain't. More leaning towards ain't all right. I hate to do it. <laughs> Go ahead, Jiggy. I'm conflicted. <laughs> Cause I want to give my uncle a saint. Because if you give her two hundred and fifty thousand damn dollars, whatever happened to the two hundred fifty thousand dollars happened. Because why would you do that? Why would you give her? Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That don't make no sense to me. You a damn fool. What? <laughs> what? Which, if you got two hundred fifty thousand dollars, you just gonna hand it to Uncle Clifford? No, ma'am. So, okay, know. okay, Jiggy. I do not. Um, but especially since the money is in play because she was irresponsible prior to you coming <laughs> through the door. That's you why you need to give her the 200. That's why you in this predicament. That's why you had to stay at the club and you just going to turn around and just hand her 250. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. But like, okay, she bought some Birkins. But so did Haley. Haley, where does money come? I'm not understanding the math. I thought it was $250. $250,000 is what she had. <clears throat> Completely. So you saved the club and the $250,000 is gone. But there's another $250,000 for Unc. And there's money for Haley to be buying Birkins and shit. So I thought you said 190k. Child. Didn't she say something about 190? Because I was looking at it again this morning. Child, so she had the 55k went to pay the, lo- the lien or the, the loan, loan and the whatever. lien. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that took them down to the 195, 190, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So but how did she the rest even... of the money at the auction? That's what the 250k was to save the paint, right? Oh, because when she put it in, so how auctions work, she bought the paint with the money. So now I guess the money went into the paint's bank account when she bought it because it didn't yeah. go to the auction. Child, anyway, <laughs> I, I be in fantasy land with P Valley. So in fantasy land, it was 500K. All right? It was that's 500K what, that's somewhere. The, that's the only way to make it. <laughs> 500K. But that's, that's the most little bank account somewhere. They just didn't talk about it. To get back to the point, for me, my uncle is a saint because you should have never gave her no damn $250,000 in the first place. I don't care. I said what I said. <laughs> Okay, you can so, gonna find a way to make our good sister saint. Y'all not gonna do my uncle. Help me up. I mean, you know, it's just unfortunate for all parties. Period. You know, <laughs> it's really unfortunate because Haley, you know. With all whatever happened to the money, you know, Haley is now living with Sadie's. Um, you know, we lost Monte, you know, Cliff is paying everybody bills, but you know, she making sure she keeping her finery with the Birkins. Um, and I guess in a way she the club owner, so she gotta make sure she keeping it cute. Um which is a part of the look, you know, she's a club owner. She got to make sure 
you know, the 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 presence is there. I mean, she can't look broke. You know? What she look like? She don't the panini press, girl. Ain't no club open. <laughs> All you but gotta she, do is wear your car. Where was she going in a panini finery. press? But she still have to look presentable. Okay. Like she still has to look good. I mean, she still they still had a car wash. Like <laughs> She did it the Birkin for the car wash, is what you're saying? <laughs> Neither one of them didn't need no damn Birkins. Let's be for real. They did not. That's the dollar store. Wait, I got to put this up. I was going to. <laughs> just saying they should have fixed that damn bathroom. <laughs> and should have. Mm-hmm. It's a whole lot that of stuff. That should have been the first thing. That bathroom is a whole lot of stuff. The nasty couches. It's a whole lot of stuff that needed to be fixed at the paint. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, I think she was just making sure that her Corona Couture, the whole look was on point. She, she had to have her Corona Couture, her Corona finery on point. So I think at the end of the day, nobody's a saint and nobody's a ain't. All parties were just trying to do the best that they could. So I'm just going to be neutral. And so the ain't in the middle? Um, you know, I don't even think that exists at this point. I think I'm just going to remain neutral so mm. I don't catch any kind of criticism for my choices. Um, Joy, Joy, how about you, my dear? Um, Uncle Clifford likes to burn her money, so I'm I gotta say eight. Okay, okay, that was short and sweet. Okay, period. Because I think I think I could talk too much. I think sometimes I could talk too much, so that's why. So you can talk if you got more to say. (laughs) No, no, but that's really just how Uncle Clifford likes to spend her money. So. Yeah. Um, Autumn was way too trusting. Absolutely. This is very true. This is very true. Um, um yeah. I want to say, I have to say it's the ain't because I agree with job that I like the fact that my good sis like thought about the girls, like mm-hmm. which she always does, which is kind of good and bad as we've seen, because I feel like she's made some bad decisions from thinking of the girls, <laughs> but I feel like she's made some good and in this they're family. So Uncle Clifford, there is no world where she's going to let them, you know, she's like had to keep them fed because they have to get no head. Like she don't want to see her girls be around or somebody turns up dead because they had to go out tricking and doing some stuff. or get. But right. then next episode, she got head. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> uh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> but she did. Knobs were slobbed. But, <laughs> but so I think that's good. But like what you saying, Koji, like, yes, yeah, she has to look good. When has my good sis not look good? She looked just as good in her she did. couture as right. she could look in her Birkin couture. Like You're right. even the thought, we just saved the club from ruin. <laughs> we were dressed up to go to his funeral. We got it back. We got like the Rona comes ripping through that bitch. But we're not totally broke. So we got enough to try to figure out to build the car wash. And you like, you know what? I'm a buy Birkin. What? <laughs> <laughs> she was depression. Okay. 
Uh, yes, ja, exactly. She, she was, was depressed. And exactly. my man was acting a donkey. She was depressed. Everybody was shopping too online. Remember, that everybody was, was doing. That's where she bought the Birkin. Not me, but online. everybody else was. <laughs> you know, because I mean, oh, no problem. You know, there's actually a waiting list for Birkin. So she probably <laughs> bought it on like Poshmark. Or something. It was a Merkini. It was a purple. It was a Merklin, if you will. But like, how how do you even think? You talking about like a 30, 40. So so you got it on Poshmark. You talking about 20, 20,000, 30,000. Because if you go to the store, it's like 60 minimally. (sighs) So well, how does how does your mind even get there? So like we just saved the club from utter ruin. Oh my god. We just Rona's coming ripping through this bitch. And you know what? I'm gonna go get me a Birkin. Like, Remember, she had been drinking Crown Royal, so she probably was I'm giving her a pass on the crown because she was depression. Like she the crown depre- is, is is frivolous and reckless as well. But like the way that murder broke her heart, like I can I can shoot her some bail mm-hmm. on the crown. A hundred and fifty bottles is too much. It's a lot. <laughs> but I can shoot her some bail because I see how she got there. The Birkin, no, no, ma'am. Girl, look at what girl. Please drag this comment in this thing. Lord Jesus help. Oh shoot. Oh, we be doing that at the same time. Go ahead. (laughs) Kendra. The Birkin and Crown was a replacement for being dickless for months. And that's why she has part of the sut ain't because still. I, I I understand, but I don't agree. I understand how you should just bought a rose dickless. and call it a day. I don't know how she would use it, but I'm just saying. Well, they got the, they have a male oh. rose. They got My, one. They got a classic, and they got yeah. some things that where you can buy them and do some yeah. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like they they look just like a booty. They look just like a booty. She could have. <laughs> like, it's some things. It didn't have to be a motherfucking Birkin. I know that. <laughs> like, shit, I know that. So, conversation has gone off the rails. I just want to say, I got to defend my sister. Oh. Whatever her thought process was in buying Miss mm. Birkin, Haley had the same fucking thought process because she got one too. And we don't ever give Haley what we give Unc for having that Birkin. Haley down to the damn dollar store or wherever she was with a Birkin talking to Keyshawn. So, touche. Yeah. But it's always touche. Okay, so baby Andre and Brittany child. Oh lord. So our center ain't for Andre and Brittany. So um, they fought a little bit and that's home because Andre wanted to come to the fume back at Chuckalisa in the middle of a panorama. And Brittany, being in healthcare, was like, it's too dangerous. You shouldn't go. But the fume was for Andre's goddaddy, which, as we have learned, is like his second father or first father. Seemed like or his real father. Know. Yeah. <laughs> or that. Because, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. him and his sis, uh, Uncle Clifford. But but so do we think who, both of these people 
is Andrea Sainer ain't for going insisting that he goes to the funeral and is Brittany Sainer ain't for telling him not to go. I mean, you know, for me, it's like being in healthcare. I mean, I think Brittany was a saint because she really was just trying to be cautious. Even funerals is a gathering that, I mean, and we even saw like how funerals, weddings, receptions, they were just coming back out of that with positive COVID tests out of So, I mean, I can just understand where she was coming from. Like I didn't attend nothing, nothing at all. No, thanks. I don't care who died. Uh, send my condolences. I'm sorry. <laughs> Prayers. Prayers, sorrows. I love, no, I, I, I mean, I love, I love, but I, I just can't, like, it was just so, um, yeah. you were just so cautious. It was just so much, you know? So I think Brittany was a saint. I have empathy for Andre. Um, and I can, I can understand 100%. So it's like, I have to give a double saint, if you will, almost, because like Andre is a saint, for wanting to go somewhere despite of that. It's like he's willing to risk getting COVID. He's being cautious, but he's willing to go there because that is his family. So I I, I understand both sides. I give them both the same, you know, but at the same time, it's like, God damn, Brittany, really? You was get on your knees and you end up fucking the other man, child. Okay. Damn, that's fucked up. So then she get an eight couple episodes. I know, but then, then I get then I get pissed at her for what she did in the end. But yeah, okay, go on. Don't I'm do Doctor Seagram Watkins, please. Suck a dick, MD. <laughs> so I think I have to give them both saints. I think Andre is an ain't for other reasons in this scene, but not because he wants to go and pay his respects to, from what I can tell, was the closest father he had. Of course he wants to go do that. And Brittany is dealing with COVID day in and day out. She's Mm -hmm. doing everything she can to make sure that she doesn't bring it home. So, of course, she's going to be like, you cannot go Mm -hmm. to this large gathering and possibly contract COVID because I see the ravages of it every day. No, absolutely not. So Mm -hmm. I get where both of them are coming from. So mm-hmm. for me, they're they're both saints. They were both right. And I think Andre took all the precautions that he could because we see him in Chuckalifa. He got his N95s on. He's trying to stay six feet. He's doing yep. everything he can while he takes Definitely. So Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Joy, what you think? I don't know. First of all, I think that Brittany had every right to cheat. So I don't know. You mentioned her cheating, and I was like, she needs to be cheating. She needed to cheat. She's dating Andre. Andre, they're tossing her on the table, effing her, telling her he got to take a shower afterwards. Andre was treating her wrong for a while. So go ahead and cheat. Wait, Joy. Wait, baby. Not you saying they dating. Baby, they heard. They heard. Or married. I know they're married. That's that's what I'm saying. Or sorry if I said dating, but I'm like, Andre was treating her like a random. 
Like after he, after they had sex on the t- on the desk on the table oh, motel, that part. He okay, just okay, threw okay. her on the table, okay. and then he's like, "I gotta go shower." He said that, that right after. <laughs> that was nasty work for sure. Yeah, so it's like go ahead and cheat, and and I'm sure she's with that guy today too. <laughs> I want, I want to follow up. Yep. <laughs> we need a follow up, Katori. Um, keep but, and gagging. We know. Yeah, like go That's ahead, go right. ahead now. Okay. So, um, but yeah, I mean, he, you can't tell somebody not to go to basically their dad's funeral, and so it's just a situation where they would just have to take extra precautions. You know, that's how I see it. Like, if anything, he could quarantine because she was already taking precautions every single time she came in from work, which is where we really saw the breakdown of what healthcare workers were going through who were also living with other people, with her taking her shower, her very bruised up face. Um, So it's like, yeah, she had to let him go. But then if anything, he could just social distance when he gets back mm-hmm. and I like how she was like go early you know what I mean to the mm-hmm. wake because she didn't want him around other people so mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. you know she did what was right and I like though you know P Valley wouldn't be real if he said I want to go this funeral and she was like okay have fun you know what I mean mm-hmm. so you know you kind of have to credit the writers for that for just showing especially for healthcare workers and what they were exposed right. to every day, they're going to oppose that. Right. But she knew that she had to let him go. So mm-hmm. it was great. Okay. Yeah. that. <laughs> oh, that was so funny to me. Okay. Uh, ja. So <laughs> I feel like um, they both made points, right? Exactly. Andre wants to go. Like, what would you, like you said, you hear the person, your godfather, the person who's like a father, who's probably your father, who nine times out of 10, 99.9.9% or whatever is your daddy. Uh, okay, Maury. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, suddenly, like, you're on bad terms. Like, all in the moment, it's like, absolutely, I'll be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not even thinking about it. I, but I got to give Dr. McStuff me a little bit of <laughs> a little teacher ain't because she makes a point and I understand. I sympathize with her. I definitely understand because she making the points and making sense. But she didn't even give the motherfucker half-ass condolences. She was like, you want to know how my day was? <laughs> Bitch, no. My, my goddaddy died. I don't give a fuck how your day was. Can I have a moment? Can I have five seconds to grieve? Uh, little bitch, mm-hmm. damn. You know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> like, You're right. But, mm-hmm. but I, can't, I can't say she's an ain't because being in that position, if you were in, if I were in that position, like you said, I just came home from seven people dying. 11 people died yesterday. All I'm gonna see is you you going to it with uh we didn't have that term at the time, a super spreader event, you know, and I'm not even worried. She's probably not even thinking about you're gonna bring it home to me. She's thinking I'm gonna lose my husband. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So I I mean, I, I understand, but damn girl, get a boy five seconds degree. Let him get a tear welled up in the corner before you start 
going bananas. They should have had a sensible conversation where they weighed the pros and cons and then move forward how they saw fit. So mm-hmm. they both get us whatever. <laughs> so, like everybody, I give them both saints um, because I think they were both approaching this based on their own realities. Mm-hmm. Like um, how Koji said, like if you were in healthcare, it's one thing being mm-hmm. outside of healthcare during the panini, but if you're in healthcare, seeing it day in and day out, you go into a room and somebody's fine, then you walk down and all of a sudden they code the same person that looked like they were on the upswing suddenly is dying or dead and you see that enough times during the day like she said like the reason why i said it was good because i didn't lose as many people today as i did yesterday so she's coming from her reality and like josh said she wants she don't want to lose her husband because mm-hmm. whatever we think of uh andre's fuck boy behaviors for whatever reason britney loved his man so <laughs> she don't want it. him <laughs> to die <laughs> away. but i'm on andre's side too you're not gonna tell me i can't go to my daddy's funeral like I don't care what's happening. I'm going. Like, and I think during the the pandemic, we saw some of that, like with the Zoom funerals and stuff like that. But then you would see some people there because it's like, this is my dad, this is my mom, this is my grandmother that mm-hmm. raised me, this is my brother who I grew up with, this is my cousin. There's some people that are going to be there, no matter what's mm-hmm. going on with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. What they say now is that like a good decision i don't know but i like i can totally get with you're going to be there so i think they were both saints because they're mm-hmm. both operating from their own realities because mm-hmm. andre is not in the healthcare system he's not seeing what she's seeing he at home playing video games so to, on mm-hmm. some level to him everything fine because he's not out in the world dealing with it like even just going to the store if you mm-hmm. went to the store if you have like a local store by your house and you have the person that checks you out and then literally you come there and they're sick and then maybe mm-hmm. come back again and they passed away andre's not even doing that because he's pretty much staying in the house which is a blessing that he was able to do that but he was able to do that because his wife is going on the front lines so both of their realities are valid and they're right so i think that they're both saints all right okay so mercedes what do y'all think mercedes wanting more money than the other dancers because she's the draw. Her milkshake bring all the boys to the yard. Yeah, her milkshake, <laughs> baby. She is snatching off her wig and unk say, get back out there, girl. <laughs> get back out here and work. <laughs> get back. <laughs> get back. Get back. Ooh, baby. I know she was tired. Ooh, child. Oh, Mercedes. So she said. Her milkshake, her little dancing is making them all come to the car wash, okay? So, she a saint, she a ain't. Go ahead, Jiggy. Yeah, Jiggy, yeah, Jiggy. You you, you lead us off, because the way you twirling them braids, honey. You on mute. Jiggy, you on mute. That's great, because I haven't said anything yet, so. <laughs> um... She's not lying. Like at the at the bottom of that sign, it says the Mercedes experience is a hundred dollars in that car wash. Now, does Mercedes in the Mercedes experience not receive more money than Toy? Like she said, what her, what she does and what Toy does ain't no kind of equivalent. 
Okay. So how in God's green earth are her and Toy getting the same cut? No, ma'am. Like, mm -hmm. I, yeah, you're going to have to run me a couple more coins because mm -hmm. I'm doing more work. How, what is Haley doing? Like, is Haley dancing? How does everybody get the same cut? Big L over there burning wings? That's all he does? But I'm making the... He getting the same money as I am doing the Mercedes experience? Mm, no. Ab absolutely not. Absolutely not. She To me, she was 100% right. Now, she was doing too much on toy, and they should just let them tussle because that was a lot. But she <laughs> deserves her coins. But how was it in the negative though? Because she got well, she's doing the mortgages. Shit. She got multiple mortgages. Mm -hmm. She picked up that gym during right after the pandemic Oof. started or during the pandemic. And now you gotta pay that bill. Like I said, Stop. she should have and broke her lease. Yeah, but I'm saying like how she did she yeah. was like, Am I not getting out of my scrilla? Like it was almost like she forgot she had all this stuff that she had to pay. Well, we know she don't know how to manage no money either. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she take after her pseudo mama. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Go ahead. So child. I'm gonna have to slide up in here <laughs> because here's the thing. I wanted to initially come in here and just be like, same thing. Mercedes is 100, but she not. I'm gonna say why. Yes, she is the draw. And yes, they are coming to see her bounce up and down on that pony. And she was giving <laughs> all the things. I wanted to throw my money at the TV screen um, during that performance. How ever. The other girls are washing cars. <laughs> they are doing manual fucking labor. <laughs> they made it look oh my sexy. God. But at the end of the day, these hoes is washing cars, okay? They are scrubbing the dirt <laughs> off the of tires, rubbing their titties all over the glass, hanging off the top down into the goddamn sunroof and shit. Uh, they are doing some manual labor, and they deserve to be paid a fair wage. You Did we just right? get you talking about that shit? You show right, John. Oh, my God. I didn't think about that. <laughs> at all. You know right. what? God, that is very fucking true, John. Oh now for Haley just standing there, uh, looking light skinned in that booth, collecting a few dollars here and there, she could have took a pay cut. Yeah, you but show the right, them girls baby, them areolas are getting dirt off windows. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine your pooch is semi exposed, but you squatting down by somebody dirty ass tires? <laughs> Baby, no, ma'am. I don't know that's right. You gonna wow. need a dust just like the paint did, girl. You just a showing right, girl. Dirt. I didn't even think about wow. that. Wow. Mm. So anyway, those my thoughts. <laughs> so that changed my answer. Evaluate, <laughs> I think. So, based on what y'all just said, because my initial thing was like, yeah, she's doing more some Mercedes experience, all that, but we don't have nothing to get to the Mercedes experience and Mercedes if the other girls weren't doing what they were doing, whether it's twerking, whether it's this, whether it's that, because 
Like, there is no pussy land if you don't have everybody else. Now, should Big L and Haley get the same cut? That's another discussion for another day. No. <laughs> Especially, Haley, you out here buying Birkins. Girl, if you don't sell that Birkin and get the hell on. Like, no. And I don't know what Big L's, like, stuff is, what he does. But he's also the plug. Like, they don't know that. But we know, and like, dope didn't stop getting slung in the panini. Like, so Big L is still getting money. So, like, yo, nobody knows that, but Big L should have manned up and been like, hey, y'all, um, I don't need all that. I want the girls to get it uh-huh. or something like that. Cause he know he got this money over here and these girls ain't doing that. Again, Haley, so yeah. you're working. But mm-hmm. the other girls in the middle, like, I don't know if I should give her a set ain't. I might have to give her an ain't y'all. And that's not what I was planning because yes, she, her performance is bringing them, but she couldn't do what she does without everybody else's contribution. Mm -hmm. So damn, I got to give her an ain't. Okay. Oh yeah, baby. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You guys are clearing it. Like, I don't know. Just, I girl, no. listen, Joy. I told you when you said you be critiquing, <laughs> I said, "Girl, we do too." Oh shit! I mean, <laughs> I at first I was like, "Yes, run Mercedes her money. Don't be like Patrice. That's what she worked for. That's what she earned." Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, okay, she does just kind of get up on there and just get to be sexy and the other girls are really washing the cars the whole time like if you think about it that way like not everybody is paying for the Mercedes experience and when they don't have the Mercedes experience she's just there chilling she's just there doing what she wants scrolling on her phone and the other girls are there washing the cars with their tits out so I mean, okay, but why is y'all saying all this and they didn't say it in the episode? This is what they should have said. <laughs> this is what they should have said. They were said. in shock. So I was like, what you mean, my non-polar ass? Bitch, you don't get on the phone. What you talking about? Peanut butter should have straight up said, baby, my areolas are rubbing this. Jerk off, bitch. Pay me my motherfucking stacks. No, I thought that the bitches were, I thought that they were hated. When I watched it, I thought that they were being haters. And now, look at how y'all exposed the truth (laughs) in this episode. And now I'm like, damn, how come I didn't think about it that way? How come only one out of five of us saw for what it is? So shout out to you. Kendra from YouTube said, well, Kology from YouTube said, plus toilets washing cars and backbending to introduce Mercedes. So I get what Sadie's is saying, but Toy was doing her extra too, sure even right. though she wasn't on the poll. And Tao, mm-hmm. uh, the movement and revision rehabilitation coordinator for P Valley said that the pussy lean scene was pussy land scene was beautiful art. We didn't actually get the whole thing because they had to cut it out for mm-hmm. time, but it was stunning. I don't know. Tal, you think we would think differently if we saw the whole thing or Mercedes still was tripping? Yeah, let us know in the comments if you think that Mercedes was tripping. <laughs> if we well, saw the I whole mean, thing. I wanna I wanna add though, Mer- remember Mercedes is negative 120 in the bank. And so if she wasn't negative 120 in the bank, maybe she wouldn't 
have been asking for, for more sure. coins. Yeah. But, I, but I also want to say just to everybody listening, one of my life hacks is you have to have two bank accounts. So if you overdrawn at one, you still got access to money in the other. Okay, so I'm with the regular bank and I'm with the credit union. So I never give a shit if I'm overdrawn in one of my accounts because I can still get to my money at a different account. Everybody has to have everybody needs to have two accounts so that once you're in the red, you can still be out here spending money. Okay, and you put some money in one account, some in the other so you are never at a negative into account. Okay, on, so Joy. you're welcome. <laughs> this is an educational show. We stress that yeah. often. Yeah. You gotta move. You gotta move, Joy. <laughs> you won't be like Mercedes over here. Right? Exactly. Right money. Uh, uh, uh. Oh my God. Okay, well, you know what? I can sure use a little music. Uh, who needs some music, Tia? The father of Black A Cinema. Patrick Ian Polk is looking for indie music for one of his upcoming projects. Make sure it's competitively priced and easy to clear. Then submit with all pertinent credits to Noah's Music Submission at gmail.com. All right. Make sure I don't, you... I don't have a, a image for this next segment, so we can just talk and go through it. I okay, wanna... okay. What you say, Joe? Oh, you might be no. about to say what I was about to say. Oh, uh, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Um. Okay. So our next segment, our fans of. <laughs> okay, so you weren't oh. about to say it. Come on, Joe. Well, did y'all tell responded with what you said? And I oh. thought, oh, did he? Did he? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay, you got it. Go ahead, Josh. Read it. Oh, okay. It says, he said, oh, not me accidentally putting it down. <laughs> this thing was in my way and I couldn't read it. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Okay, what do y'all put it up? <laughs> <laughs> Every time I'm. Cause there's a box in front of it every time i move it it takes the whole thing away okay she was feeling herself a bit but those other girls put on a show of their own it was a neon infused sexy rubber walled music video i really hope that footage is released one day Ooh, oh we need more behind the I scenes see it. Sure, absolutely sure. <laughs> like i need all the behind the scenes 100%. that's one thing i miss about dvd releases for shows yeah. They always had that extra behind the scenes, extra Mm -hmm. interviews, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Anyway, okay, so we have our segment sound offs back. I I mean, I miss these. So Mm -hmm. we asked Pink Posse to give us their ratings. So who we got first, Tia? We have Nay first, and these are Nay's top five episodes. It's Nay, and my top five in no particular order is 210, 209, 203, 107, and 102. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. So 107, Last Call for Alcohol, 102, Scars. Can we hear that one more time? Can you play that one more again? Mm Mm-hmm.
It's Nay, and my top five in no particular order is 210, 209, 203, 107, and 102. Mm, okay. So 102 in the top five is a surprise to me. Do y'all have, is, is Scars high like that for any of y'all? 102 is Scars. Mm-hmm. So I don't have 102 mm-hmm. in my top five. Not that high. Now, it could possibly, I haven't done my 18 yet. It could possibly be in my top 10. But I, my top five, mm-mm. no. Okay. Yeah. okay. All right, then. Let's go to Kendra's. Hey, ladies. So this week's sound off of my top five episodes of P Valley. Um, dang, this is hard, but I'm going to say this is in no particular order. Um, I'm going to say 104, um, 108, 210, 29, and my last one would be, uh, 207. Uh, the fact that 203. Them in whatever order, whatever you want to tell me, that's the order I'm putting it in. That's the order. (laughs) The 207 being in the top five. Now, we went over this when we did like the Wraith episode before. Mm -hmm. That's the one that surprised me. I don't remember 104 like that. What's the name of that? Was the trap? I think the trap that was pretty high. The trap, remember that was like a five episode, yeah, 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. The only mm-hmm. one that's surprising me about that one is 207. Exactly. Now, I like 207. Top five? I don't know. But I do like 207. Mm-hmm. So, okay. But like I said, I'm putting them in order. So, as far as yep. I'm concerned, 104 is your number one, Kendra. Because I can't do the no particular order and try Dang. to figure out where the stuff is supposed to go. So, this is Trails. It's your girl, Trail. Um, My top five P-Valley episodes, I'm going to say starting with number five. Is 107 just because that was a really romantic episode and I loved how romantic murder showed Unk he can be. For number four, I'm going to say um, 105 just because I really loved that episode because he made her take a chance with him and was telling her, you know, it's the first time for everything and I love that. And for number um, three, I'm going to say 104 because that's when his music got played in the club and, you know, that's the episode where him and um, you know, had their little first time together or whatever. <laughs> For number two, I'm going to say 209 because that's the episode with Megan Thee Stallion. You know, I just really love Megan Thee Stallion. And then plus my aunt, she was just looking good as hell with her braid and outfit. And then 210 yeah. because, you know, 210 is number one because that's the episode where Uncle Myrtle, you know, got there happily ever after for now. So, yep, those are my top five episodes. Okay, can I just say shout out to Trail for breaking it down with her reasons? That was perfect. Yes, it, it was just. Sorry. 
my ADHD kicked in. My <laughs> that, is, that, was, that was so good, though. That was so good. Oh, my, my God. That was so good, y'all. Um, but, yeah, I, I love it. I love that. So shout out to you, Trill. Um, I think that was a great list too. Like that was, that was good. I, that's not how my list looked, but I have no issues with but any, I, of, yeah. where any of that is in those. Most I do definitely. find two ten being number one a bit out there. Um, I definitely <clears throat> I see a lot of people do. A yeah, lot of people, mm-hmm. and it might be recency bias because that's the last thing we watched, and there's so many things they love. But mm-hmm. well, I think what we love because. I know for me, I I came in. I know. I think I told you I came to two ten like nervous as hell. Like I'm thinking, I thought murder was finna get killed. I thought Keyshawn <laughs> had killed Derek or no, not killed. No, I'm sorry. I thought Derek had killed mm-hmm. the kids and that Keyshawn had found the kids. Cause y'all know the um on the trailer going into two ten that when she pulled that tarp off of the car, it was yep. what looked oh. like blood on the yeah. steering wheel so my crazy mind was like Derek found out she was leaving killed the kids she and she sees them then she goes in and, and Derek like kills himself in front. like this is, I had a whole thing but yeah when in the preview she was screaming like they just showed her screaming and so that's why I thought so I went into oh. 210 so freaking nervous so what actually happened was a relief compared to what I thought. So mm-hmm. I do see it and the like murder coming out. Like, cause I did not think that was happening in 210. I thought it was going to be a cliffhanger and we was coming in. So when it happened, I was like, holy crap. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Um, that's funny. Uh, Kendra, those were my favorite episodes. Not so much my top five. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> she said I haven't did my official list yet. Sorry. That's okay. We don't go on top five <laughs> <Me neither>. again. <laughs> Joy, what you think of some of these lists? Um, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I I mean I agree seeing the very last episode of, of sec the second season, it does stay with you. But I don't know. I just I think people have their own personal reasons for liking the episodes. And I guess that applies to everyone when they're talking about like romance or whatever. I don't I don't know if those yeah. necessarily would be my reasons. But I just I love the variety from your listenership. Mm. I love how they have their own reasons for liking what they like. Even, mm-hmm. you know, I don't I'm not so sure I agree with any of the list, but I just I love their reason. <laughs> okay, know, we got just... three more lists. Let's see if you agree with any of these. <laughs> That's okay. funny. This is Jeanette's list. Hi guys. Um so my top five P Valley episodes would have to be um season one episode four the trap uh season one episode five belly um Season one, episode seven, last call for alcohol. And then for um, season two, I would have to say um, season two, episode nine, Snow. And um, season two, episode 10. Um, these. Okay, so like 209 is like standing tall. I don't think, have we had a list yet? 
that don't have 209 i don't think is anyone's list i don't have them written nope. down like you i don't think nobody's nope. list doesn't have 209 and i mean i agree with 209 being in anybody's top five because man snow gave everything it was supposed everything. to have day yep um yeah. i think it's interesting all of the the first season episodes i think that there hasn't been quite as many oh no a couple of them have um 105 belly hmm is that something y'all would put in your top five, Belly? Not for me. I think when we did that, <sighs> I feel like I gave it, did I give it two and a half stars? I feel like I gave Belly a pretty low rating when we did that. So Four, four I think that was Mac and Cheese Big L. I can't remember. On my list, yeah. Belly's 14. So these people have Belly in the top five. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Jiggy, baby, Jiggy is hardcore with her list. She do not play. I like Belly. Belly's not in my top five. Not not top five, but I like it. It's in my top ten. I'm trying to see if it's top ten or bottom eight, and I don't know until I actually sit down and do it. If it's bottom eight, it's at the top of the bottom eight, right? Like it's number eleven. <laughs> if I put it That's in the bottom saying. eight, yeah. but I'm trying to think, would it be ten or nine in my top? That's 10? what I'm saying. It's 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 like nine. Why is not 10? nine and nine? Hmm. Hmm. I think my OCD kicked in. Why is not nine and nine? <laughs> you said my top ten and my bottom eight, but right down the middle is nine and nine. Like your bottom you're nine, right. your top nine. I was like, I think you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you're right. The numbers, you know, the geometry started flipping around. Yeah, baby. Yeah. yeah. yeah it should be you, you're right, yeah. though. Embarrassing. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> let's go oh, on. <laughs> let's go. John has been getting us together all episode. No. <laughs> Okay, so here is my top five episodes. Okay. The first one. We got one more. 209. I like 209 because of Tina Snow. I also like it because of Get It On The Flow with her and my boy Lil Murder. But I also like it because of that kitchen scene at the beginning. Like, why did they have to cut it? But we're going to talk about that later. <laughs> My next episode is 210. I like 210 because LaMarcus, you know, he walks in his light with Cliff and it's so, ugh. And how he wraps his arms around her. Ooh, ooh, child. My next one is 107. I like 107 a lot. Because he took my good sis to go see them stars. He put them battery-operated lights in that car. And he just set the moon with the pecan whiskey. And everything was just pitch perfect. My next episode is 203. I like 203 because, you know, that's the start of the Dirty Dozen tour. And then, you know, Cliff Little performance on the pole that I wish Murder got to see. But, yeah. But I also like it because of Champagne Campaign. And I love the conversation that Keyshawn and Lil Murder have when he be like, oh, that's the only thought. 
<laughs> that was just too cute to me. And my last episode is 106. I like 106 because, you know, the introduction of grandmother. Yeah, I like that. And then I like how him and Cliff was talking and whatnot. And then he finally get to meet um grandmother and they go on they little first date in the living room even though grandmother cooked them dried up neck bones but we not gonna speak <laughs> girl who was that, that is, that's jt girl that's the most animated descriptive I felt like she needed a shower after that uh, voice. Uh, <laughs> baby, the way oh, she was hot, a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> baby, it was given sipping on wine and, oh, girl. Now, this is the first time 106 has gotten some love, and I'm not mad at it. You're not? I'm, I'm not. I, because I'm not. The, I'm not mad. Like, the introduction of grandmother... That part, I think, like, that was, like, I was, like, Loretta Divine. Like, mm-hmm. when it came in, um, the date, um, a lot of that. It's not an episode that comes up much in my top episodes, but I thoroughly enjoy it every time I watch it. So mm-hmm. I'm not mad at it being up that high. Mm-hmm. Again, top nine, bottom nine, y'all. Ja. I don't know which <laughs> side it would go on mine, but I'm not mad at it. For me, legacy is firmly in the bottom nine. Like low bottom nine, maybe bottom three. Like seeing the date with Murda and Unc and Grandmother Ernestine is the highlight of the episode. It's mm-hmm. like higher ground. That's another setup episode. I think back to it and not much happens there. Mm-hmm. It's the one. It's, no, that was higher. Like I can't even tell you what else happens in that episode other than that. So, for me, it's probably like fifteen, sixteen, somewhere down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It is in the bottom. All right, um, we got one more. It's John Quill. It's a layer one. Layer one. My top five P Valley episodes: number one, the trap; number two, last call for alcohol; number three, murder night; number four, Jackson. Number five, snow. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Jackson's mm. 207, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so more love for 207. A little bit of, a little bit of Jackson love. So <laughs> I think that I think that the theme of a lot of the top has to do with the relationship between Cliff. And murder, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so a lot of these are going to be ones that have Cliff and murder romantic scenes and mm-hmm. love scenes and episodes where they stand in the light, um, which makes sense. Um, I guess for me, I, 203 is one of, again, this is an episode that I can rerun over and over and over because it is so complete. Like it is, it has so many things 
going on, but somehow it seems cohesive. Like nothing seems out of place. Like I'm not going, why the fuck is this in this episode? Nothing (laughs) is together. It literally makes no sense. It's like a fucking movie in a one hour episode or 45 minutes or whatever, 52, whatever. But it's literally like a fucking movie. How are we on tour and it's a fucking video? How how do you have a music video inside of an episode and we got Unk with her ass out with, I mean, she on the fucking pole. We got a whole motherfucking tour. Like, it is so much going on in this episode. Like, the fuck? We got Teak. I, I mean, I just... So that intro was perfect. The, the, it, I mean, mm. everything was just so perfect in 203. So every time somebody does not mention 203 in their I top agree. five, I'm just so shocked because, and plus, it's so cohesive because all the characters are in it. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? You know how, like, a lot of episodes they have main, they have main characters that are just predominantly in the episode. You may not see the other characters at all. So they don't give them no kind of love. But somehow this episode has all the fucking characters in the show and makes it memorable. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. makes it memorable. You have Rome, like like everybody is in this motherfucker. Mm -hmm. How? How is this memorable? Like, I don't Um. know. I think when I look at the list, I always look for, I look for snow in your top five. Cause to me, it should be, to me, it should be number one. To me, that's the most perfect episode of the series, snow. And I look for the dirty dozen just for, to, for the watchability. I said that when we watched it, mm-hmm. watchability for me, you can put it on. You don't got to turn it off. Just press replay and we let's watch it again. Um, For me in my top five, something that nobody has looking at the rest of these lists is Demetrius. Oh, I put that's four at number five for me. It's for sure. such a great episode. To me, it's the best acted episode of the series. Like, they acted down in this one and 206. Well, 206, I don't put as high because of the watchability. It's not something that I could return to. So that lowers it in my list. But Demetrius and and uh savage that's 206 right 206 yeah those episodes go hand in hand Mm. um and the acting is outstanding on those so that puts demetrius in my top five i wanted to ask joy is there something that you have in your top five that none of these people mention something that you really love that it seems like no one else does can I plead the fifth? No, I mean no, basically like like y'all be y'all be in the episodes more than me. So I I can't really chime in too much on this because you guys keep naming all the episodes by the name and I don't know which ones those are. <laughs> so I'm just like very lost. But you talk about Demetrius and I remember I liked that episode, but I'm like, but what goes down in that episode? You know, all I can say is though that um, Jay Fonz, Alphonse, whatever he go by, he's so good. <laughs> like his acting, um, superb. So I don't know, like, I do like the episode where um, Uncle 
Clifford and Lil Murda fuck. Is that Demetrius? That's the trash. That's Jackson. Oh! Wait, well, Sue. No, when they Jackson, fuck like the same. No. Okay, when they fuck, <laughs> I mean, it was beautiful. It was romantic, and it was be and it was all intentional. They didn't want it to be dirty. They didn't want anybody to be in their homophobia. They just want people to see two people in love. And it was just so moving. Like, I remember, you remember that. Like, the teeth mm -hmm. love scene was, it was different, you know? It was still moving, but it was different. But um, I would have to say that is one of mine, but I can't really get into the top five. And I looked this morning how I was supposed to discuss my favorite one. I can't really go into that objectively, you know, considering I haven't seen the episodes in a while. But um, I just, I really trust Jiggy's opinion. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I've agreed with her all day. So I co-sign. I co-sign what she says, even if I don't agree. But I would say right now, I agree. Because so far, it's been all hits from you. But um I just have a, some quick questions because you guys know the show so well. Mm -hmm. Two very quick questions. The first in this episode, Pussyland, why did Wody pop out of the, the casket? Ciao. I put just on Twitter up. last night that there was no, there's nothing y'all can say to convince me that he needed to have his ass in this casket. Because for what, girl? No, ma'am. Absolutely not. Look, when you motherfucking tired, you lay down. No. So I have said this before. I have a friend whose parents, her family owns a funeral home. Yeah, you have and said that. I remember mm -hmm. the first time I went and um, like visited her, I didn't know what's because they're in Saginaw, Michigan, which is outside of Detroit. So mm -hmm. we do this road trip up to her house and because it's like we're going to go to Detroit, then we're going to go to Canada, stuff like that. So I, I know she owns a funeral home, but I don't expect what I have coming up. So we pull up. Now, mind you, it's Saginaw. It's a big Abandoned building, abandoned building. Then their funeral home is like the freaking Taj Mahal in the middle of all this poverty. But then we get up and I'm like, so where's your house? And she was like, oh, it's at the top. Like, we got to go through the the, fun the, the funeral home to get to the thing. And it's like, we go through it and she's just like skipping through. The rest of us are like, it's another casket. It's a casket over there. Okay, okay. And you go up and it's separated then. But she used to do shit like that. Like she would just get in the caskets, get like she was so if they then you know they have the where they do the formaldehyde, like prepare the bodies. Yeah. Bomb, she's all in there and stuff like that. And we like, ugh. <laughs> but she grew up with it, so she's used to it. So for me personally, yes, it's crazy. It's no way that Wody's sleeping in this casket isn't crazy. But it made me instantly think of her. And I was like, I see how he got there because to him. He grew up doing this. That now I don't know what Katori and them wanted us. Yeah, to <laughs> popping out of the casket and that he jump scare. Yeah, and he <laughs> talks about that. I think in the um the keynote he gave to that high school, he actually talked about like being kind of nervous about that scene. But then when he completed it, everybody gave him his like props on actually completing it. Cause they was probably like, I wouldn't have got in no damn casket. They probably didn't say that to him, but that's probably what they're thinking. So I don't know. 
What was your other what's your other questions, Joy? <laughs> the other question um is I don't really think that Lil Murda and Uncle Clifford are together at the end of season two. I feel like that's a dream. So a lot of people say they think it's a dream. And I can't confirm or deny. I'm undecided. So I want to know what you guys thought. Is that a dream or did that happen? Katori confirmed that was that was absolutely not a dream. And okay. that, that did happen. And she do okay. not play. She do not play about her characters, especially her murder and her uh, uh, Cliff. Yeah, she I can't said, remember if she confirmed. Okay, she did. She, she yeah. did. Her, her favorite Twitter, love yeah. story to write. So if she says it's not a dream, I fully believe. Like that's now. What happens after that? Are they fully? That's out what I'm confused about. Know, but. Like yeah. those people at that party know all that that we saw actually mm -hmm. happen. Yes. Okay. So I think I when I when I saw people say that because I didn't think none of this when I watched it I'm like he came out they in the sun they all I saw right. so too yeah. yeah but when it was like they pointed out that she had taken the drugs I feel like she was high as giraffe pussy now right. like yep. no she was high but I think the you ain't fucking dreaming was very specifically to tell us that even in her being high, this is not a dream. And also, Patrick and Pope, Katori, and how they tell queer stories, to me, I think the reason why they went this route, and I don't know, like, I'm not in nobody's writer's room, and I'm like, Jah did the disclaimer, this is just my opinion, <laughs> this has got nothing to do with the show. But I feel like this was, there's all the reasons they shouldn't stand in the sun, but we are going to have them stand in the mm -hmm. sun. And I think part of that is communicating to other people because they're very well aware of how their storytelling can affect others. <clears throat> so in my mind, it's giving people the courage if they want to stand in the sun to stand in the mm -hmm. sun. So I personally have always said, I can't see those people, Katori and Patrick, or pretty much anybody that's responsible for the queer stories on the show, doing something like that and then coming back and be like, just kidding. He didn't come no, out. No, like, no. to yeah. me, it would be so against what I feel like they were trying to communicate in the scene. Me personally. Again, that's my opinion. And then nobody else. <laughs> but okay. that's what I think. No, I, I agree with I agree. that. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Um. Okay, so let's tell the people what we have. Speaking of Patrick Ian Polk, mm -hmm. we have an announcement about what we plan on doing August 4th, mm -hmm. which is a Friday. Tia, do you want to let the people sure. know what we have um, So you guys have been with us during our Noah's Ark rewatch. We went through the whole season, went through Jumping the Broom, and we also went through the Rona Chronicles. There is a unreleased kind of uh, short film that's on YouTube where Patrick kind of goes through how he actually got to Noah's Ark, the different uh, versions that are very interesting. And so what we're going to do on Friday, August 4th at 10 p.m., we're actually going to do live a live reaction where we actually show the actual the short film on here we got permission and everything to do that and we're going to react live so we want y'all to come on here live because a, a lot of y'all probably haven't seen it especially as many of y'all hadn't seen the episodes and stuff like that so we know that you probably haven't seen this but come on us it's going to be 10 p.m get some snacks get some wine friday august 4th we're going to have it right here on the screen and we're going to be reacting to it as we go along we're going to have a good pink posse time and Nora's Ark fam 
family time. So put that on. We're not going to have a bonus episode this week um, because we're going to do that. And then we're going to go from there. But definitely plug in with us Friday, August 4th, 10 p.m. right here on StreamYard. Of course, we're going to promote it and tell y'all about it. But just be prepared because we're going to have a good time because when y'all see this short, Woo! I'm, we gonna be like JT was going That's over the top five. Just, just fixing to say that mm-hmm. that it may be some of that reaction. <laughs> um, okay, so our last segment, of course, as always, is the bottom. Okay, I'm telling y'all right now, I don't have no bottom bitch. I am absolutely, I, I have no clue. I have no clue. I Maybe watched the episode last night trying to figure out who who won the episode. I don't, I don't know. So just to let y'all know, enjoy too. Bottom bitch is our version of who won the episode. So based on everything that happened, who do you think came out as the winner of the episode and is now known as the bottom bitch? <laughs> I well, because everybody pondering. <laughs> I'm gonna give this uh, episode's bottom bitch to the pussy land tent because. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. That's good, job. Girls down through the pandemic, Indeed. through the Panini Press, through the Piccadilly, if you will. Um, and <laughs> it was good. giving everything that needed to be gave. It was giving hot, wet, clean. You know what I'm saying? It was giving all those little things. You got your wings, you got some. You see all that PPE they was giving out and shit like that? Like, really, it's really the pussy land tent was. All we even needed. And it was the best part of the episode. Okay. okay. I love that job. It was like the jukebox. It was the, now we got the pussy dumb. man tent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wild. Because <laughs> I didn't have one either. And in the moment, I was just like, shit. Ooh, that'll I work. I came for the pussy land tent. I don't care about nothing else. That'll except work. for the text messages. I think I'm going to give the bottom bitch to Uncle Clifford. Um, one, because Pussyland was her idea. Like it was her mm-hmm. idea. She conceptualized it. She executed and it did what it was supposed to do for everything that they needed to be done. Also, she's sitting over wherever she is looking as good as she want to look while murder texting her like red, red, <laughs> red and not answering their text. I love that for my good sis. I mm-hmm. love because I know how much she probably misses him wants him and now quita on on twitter last night said that murder did not text enough um which i kind of agree for Mm. five months um that Mm. sorry is gonna piss me off every time (laughs) after murder night but she saw it and she stood strong she handled her business and she didn't succumb to like what what wasn't enough for murder and then through all this, they still had a business enough to do a grand re- 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 opening. So I think for me, everything that has happened in this episode, I have to give it to my good sis, Uncle Clifford. Okay. I think that's a good one. I Ooh. think... I don't know. I guess I'll give it to Wody. I think murder popping up out of nowhere in the middle of a raging damn pandemic talking about I want to go on tour 
and Wody pulled that off out of nowhere. He planned it. I don't know how long the time period was, but mm. it came together. He had the 12 days. They said we're going to call okay. it the Dirty Dozen. He found 12 spots to send them on okay. in the middle of this pandemic at the last ass minute. So mm. I'll give it to Wody. I like that. Mm. That sounds wonderful. Uh, any, many, mighty, mo, uh, joy. I'm like, it's only one meteor mo. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so the bottom bitch for Pussyland episode is gonna go to Mercedes sex toys because the way that them sex toys got her screaming, had her screaming, bed shaking, thumping, howling. I said, okay. They are what made part of what made this episode for me. I don't know what she uses, but she needs to reveal <laughs> in season three what them toys were so I could get some. And when I reviewed the episode initially, I was like, uh, mm-mm, no toys do all that. And I stand by that, but I appreciate it, you know, the comedic relief with that. So because as far as the characters... None of the characters were coming as hard as Mercedes sex toys. No Wait a minute. Not coming. <laughs> they were not giving. The characters oh were not giving what they oh needed to give God. as much as Mercedes sex toys. Uh, you so I have to go thing. ahead. Yes, told it. Yeah, you said what you said on that one, sis. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, I don't know how to follow up. <laughs> maybe I should have went before you joined. Um, so, oh Lord. So I'm going to give the bottom bitch to the food boxes. They supplied, those food boxes supplied nutrition. Um, so I, I'll give love to Pastor Woodbine, regardless of what you think about her. She did, you know, help the community in during the pandemic. I, I like that they showed that because um that was that was real during that time. People did pull together, especially the churches, um, other other people in the community. So I like that. I like that they show, hey, murder. Murder made a mean. I don't know if that was a spam sandwich. Some fried bologna sandwich. Fried, fried, fried bologna sandwich with some fried bologna. Okay. Mm-hmm. So so listen, I think it showed. And then and then you got um Terica. Terica pulled up, got a few of them boxes. You know, mm-hmm. we we know going on with um what's her name? Michelle. 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 Yeah, Shell. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we know what she's going through, um, you know, in her situation. So thank God for the food boxes because it wasn't shit in that refrigerator to eat. So <laughs> so it yeah, actually it it helped, you know, Terica eat. So I mean, I'm gonna get I'm gonna show some love to Pastor Woodbine feeding the community during the pandemic. Hey, you know, mm-hmm. that's yeah. all I got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, and we also um, have an announcement just before we close out. The, before Tia does her close out, <laughs> I caught you just about to say <laughs> I wasn't gonna do it. I was gonna say we gotta we got an announcement. So we are PSR is okay. gonna go on a one week break, which means there won't be a bonus episode this week, and there won't be a episode on. Is that not what I was supposed to say? 
Coach, <laughs> why are you looking like that? Go ahead. I was Go going ahead. to my phone. Oh, <laughs> one week break. Uh, so we won't have a bonus episode this week and we won't have a show live show on July 29th. Uh, so, and then we'll, uh, we're going to go talk about like some, everything that's happening with the strikes and everything else. It's a lot going on. So we're just going to go kind of tinker with what's going on a little bit and then figure out how to best come back. So we're going to take a little bit of a break just to kind of put it all together. So no bonus episode this Tuesday and no live episode July 29th. So that's it for our announcements, but joy. Tell them uh, what you got going for the P-Valley podcast going forward and also tell them where they can find you uh, on the socials as well as all your episodes that you have done so far. So the podcast is, I would like, I would love five stars, more five stars on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, but it's on all of the platforms that you listen to your podcasts. And I just want to remind you that my social media, because there aren't new P-Valley episodes, my social media is more current events, hot topics, mostly the Twitter, a little bit just fun on Instagram. I don't, I'm not going to clog up your feeds. I don't post that often. But if you just want to hear, you know, what I have to say or what other people have to say, I'll retweet it, kind of allow people to chime in a little bit and um so yeah you could go there and then as soon as the app season three got only god knows what that's coming back i mean i have a bunch of creative ideas for podcast episodes about p valley but at the same time it's like i would like to see some movement you know what i mean with the actual like casting for extras for season three and writing so it's just a weird position to be in, like how much P Valley content should I be putting out and when and if, but the podcast though, I mean, it really is. I am covering more hot topics. Mm -hmm. So, um, and everybody does on their podcast. So it's just, you could have another place to go if you feel like it. But um, I just also want to remind the listeners, y'all don't know how hard these, women work because everything that they put to get, they do for pink Sunday radio is what I don't do. I ain't got logos going. I don't got segments going. I don't <laughs> got artwork going. <laughs> I mean, they That's are funny. working hard. So I guess the least, I mean, one of the ways that you could thank them is to give them those five stars because they really help. Oh, give them the sweet. five stars on Apple, thank give you. them on Spotify, give them wherever you listen to your podcasts, put the thumbs up on the YouTube video and the other videos because you guys have no idea how much time goes into putting together an episode and you don't have to know but you could just try to remember just click a button to like give a good rating and that helps and that motivates everybody to to keep going so i'm just i'm i can't believe how hard y'all work because i stay inconsistent <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Thank you for exactly. the kind words, though. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much, Joy. Appreciate it. And thank you so much for being with on us, 
being on with us today because you For like sure. always when new people come on we well we all have different opinions like how josh schooled us today but we because we do interact on the show a lot sometimes we have some similar opinions so a lot of the stuff that you came in was like yeah so wait a mississippi minute i don't <laughs> think that like that's exactly why we love having people on and then like when you have your podcast and you come back from the p valley stuff we would also love to be on your podcast and just more collaboration yeah and everything sure. else because it's great when we have people on and they have new stuff and it's just like oh my god i never thought about it like that so mm-hmm. thank you so yeah, much definitely. for coming on with thank us you today. so much thank um we appreciate we're definitely gonna you. put your information up so people can come because i'm sure even your current events is good so and as much <laughs> as we can do before then but they probably you have a bunch of episodes about p valley mm-hmm. that i'm sure that we want them to listen we oh listen yes so, yeah <laughs> i did i did a reenactment I did a reenactment of the phone sex scene between Andre <laughs> and Haley. I did a reenactment and it is my most popular episode. And like, you just, you have to listen. So just scroll through the episodes cause I reposted it. So I did it in, epi- in season one, then I reposted it sometime in season two because the fans have spoken, you know, people love that episode. I have to listen to it. This week. <laughs> that you have to listen to it. Yeah. Oh. Oh. oh, it's going up. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to listen to that. Here. <laughs> I'll, DM, I'll DM the Twitter. I will DM the Twitter because the, the episode itself is only the reenactment. Okay. 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 Oh, yeah. We will put it up this week. Well, thank you so much for coming by. Thank you, my dear. Thank you, guys. I had fun. Thank you. All right. Thank you. So now I'm going to close us out. (laughs) I am Tia. Tia gets social everywhere on all of the platforms. Uh, You can find me there. Of course, Pink Sunday Radio, our Twitter page is where everything comes first. So all the announcements, if you didn't catch them here, we're going to put on whenever we do some special live episodes like we're doing on the 4th or whenever we're taking a break just to regroup and make sure that we're on the right track with everything that's going on in the world. All of that information comes there first. So you definitely want to follow us and also hit that subscribe button so that you get all the notifications. Ja, what you got? I am Ja underscore the underscore goddess on Instagram. Ja the goddess, all one word on Twitter. Close both your eyes because ain't nothing coming out. Uh, (laughs) There will be no bonus on Thursday. Take a nap. Get some rest and relaxation. (laughs) Meet us back on Friday, though, for that uh, on August 4th, wherever that falls in, for the live thing. But until then, take a nap. Tanika? Not a nap. <laughs> some rest, some um, I'm I'm at your girl Jiggy on all the things. You can follow me wherever you don't already. You can also follow Pink Sunday Radio on Instagram and Threads if you don't follow us there. Um, there's no bonus episodes coming this week, but if you're looking for bonus episodes, you can find those on PinkSundayRadio.com. That'll take you to Apple Podcasts. And while you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could leave us a five star written review, we would really appreciate it. If you're watching us right now on YouTube, uh, like, comment, subscribe, and turn your notifications on so you never miss any of these videos. Koji, what do you got to tell them? I'm 
I'm Koji Mama on Instagram and Twitter. We also have a website, pinksunday.com, that you can subscribe to. So anytime we post an article, you will get the article first. Also, make sure you are subscribed to our link tree because everything is there so that anytime we post any content anywhere, you will get all of those notifications first as well. And like Tanika said, please make sure you like, subscribe to our YouTube. We also have great short content on our YouTube as well. So all of our little funny moments and everything, we have shorts for that. So enjoy. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Pink Sunday Radio.